everyone, welcome back to the Study With Me podcast. Hope you guys are well. On today's episode, we'll be covering Milgram's study as a part of Psychology's Conformity Unit. I say this is a little memo during the beginning of every episode, but this project has initially been started by me as a form of my own personal revision. All of my information is sourced from the resources provided by my school, and I follow a structure that aligns with my exam board syllabus. I take GCSE AQA Psychology, Thus, potentially some of the content I may cover during my episodes may not relate to you. Anyways, I think I've covered everything. I'll try and keep all of my information as easy to grasp as possible. So let's get started. Personally, I think that Milgram's study was that one psychology study that has stuck with me the most, partially due to its shock factor. I'm sure that even if you don't take psychology GCSE, you've probably heard about what Milgram did. Maybe you don't know the name, but I'm pretty sure that many of you have probably heard of a study along the lines of what Milgram did. So, Milgram or Stanley Milgram was a researcher interested in obedience, namely why people can do such heinous things when commanded by an authority figure. This question was mainly raised by the war acts of the Germans during the wars. He was interested whether the Germans were just different in terms of obedience or personality. The aim of the study was to investigate the lengths people would go to in certain circumstances when commanded by an authority figure. Here it was whether participants would administer potentially fatal shocks to another individual when told so by a person of authority. So now the method. The method of the study was that Milgram first gathered a sample of 40 male participants aged between 20 to 50 years old. He would have one confederate named Mr. Wallace who was an aged man said to have a heart condition. The naive participant and Mr. Wallace would then be told to pick out a paper from a rigged draw the paper where the naive participant would always end up as the teacher and Mr. Wallace as the learner. After that, a person in a wide lab coat, which would be the authority figure, would administer a first low voltage shock to Mr. Wallace to establish credibility in the experiment and that the shocks are actually real. And then, of course, ask the learner to move away to an area where Mr. Wallace is no longer in sight. Of course, the shocks in this study were not real, and Mr. Wallace was not administered any more shocks after that. The naive participant in the study would be told that the aim of the study was to see the effects of punishment on learning. Also, the teacher, which again is the participant, would also be told that every time the learner answers wrong, the teacher would have to increase the voltage of the next shock. Whenever the participant would want to stop shocking Mr. Wallace, the participant would be given the same standardized prods by the person in the white lab coat. There were four of those prods, something along the lines of the study requires you to continue. The confederate, of course, I'll mention it again, the confederate wasn't shocked, but to imitate the sounds of pain and just the screams, a pre-recorded audio would play. This was to eliminate external factors. Of course, the intensity of the screams would increase and a live person screaming would probably vary, which could affect the results and whether someone would would actually want to stop. Important to note is that the participants were paid to partake in the experiment. 
The reason I thought this was really important to mention is that people may have felt obliged to keep going. Now the results. The results of the experiment show that 0% of participants actually stopped at 300 volts. 300 volts is already a really high voltage. Three participants experienced seizures due to stress and 65% went up to the maximum voltage of 450 volts. I think it's pretty crazy. Now evaluation. Honestly, I'd say this study is probably the easiest to evaluate due to the multiple ethical guidelines broken. If you know anything about ethical guidelines, or even if you don't, I think you just need common sense to understand that this study was completely insane and just horrific in a sense. Okay, so now to start. I think it's worth starting with the weaknesses because there are just so many of them. So let's start with weakness number one. The participants in the study were deceived as the participants were actually told that the aim of the study was to investigate the effects of punishment on learning. Again, the study didn't investigate the punishment, like the effect of punishment on learning. This is an issue as the participants technically then had not consented to the following experiment that they were exposed to. The only issue with this is that if the participants were aware of the actual aim of the study, then they would experience demand characteristics, which would then mean that the behaviors and the results of the experiment would lack ecological validity. Now, weakness, weakness number two. The researchers failed to protect the participants from both mental and physical trauma. Three participants, again, suffered from seizures due to tension and stress induced by the study and many more were left with lasting trauma from the belief that they'd killed Mr. Wallace. Weakness number three. The participants were not informed of their ability to withdraw from the study and were pressured to stay. This is completely unethical. The prods that the researchers had used used language that prevented the participants from getting up and leaving despite expressing many times that they wanted to do so. When someone says that you're required to stay in a study, well, I'm sorry, but the verb required means that you kind of have to, and it's not, it's not under question. And weakness number four, since the study is highly unethical, it cannot really be repeated any more times, especially in the 21st century, without breaching plenty more ethical guidelines that have been invented since. Repeating this experiment could potentially trigger lawsuits. Therefore, the results of the experiment are unfortunately unreliable. Additionally, I think it's really interesting to note, but this study did lack realism. Apparently, not apparently, there was. There was an audio recording of the participants of the study expressing doubts about whether an experiment would go to these lengths Therefore, there is a chance that the participants just went along with the study, although knowing that it was staged. However, there was a strength to the study, which would be that other experiments do support this idea of blind obedience. A study conducted 
A study was conducted previously in which participants who were women were told to shock puppies. And the study actually showed that 100% of participants went up to the lethal shock voltage which would otherwise have killed the puppy if they were told so by an authority figure. So this is all the information for today's episode. I've mentioned all of the evaluation points and I've gone through the method. I think it's worth noting, but for an exam question regarding something like this, well, Milgram study, for the method, you do not need to mention all the small details of the method. It's plenty enough just mentioning one. I just felt like it was worth just mentioning because I did go on quite a bit about the method, but I think it's always interesting to learn more about studies like this. Okay, I went on a bit of a tangent at the end. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, yeah, stay tuned for the next one. Bye! Happy listening.